0: Hi everybody, this is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas, uh, Texas, on Saturday, December the the sixteenth, and welcome to our welcome to our commentary. I got my dates wrong there a little bit. I was looking at the wrong number, I guess, on my notes here. But December sixteenth, and uh, Merry Christmas to all of you. We're just a week away from it, so I hope you're getting you're getting ready. I think for many of us, the next week is when things uh, get a little hectic and. And busy. From what I understand, I was looking at the weather map uh, this morning, and it does not look like uh, any kind of snow. At least here in Texas, we don't usually get snow, but every once in a while, you know, we'll get a December surprise. But not this year. I think this is going to be uh, a fairly typical Texas uh, Texas Christmas. Well, today we're going to talk about a couple of uh, topics: uh, Hispanics and and the economy. But I've got to begin. I've got to begin with this story that just broke here in the last day, and that is that the governor of Arizona, her name is Katie Hobbs. She's a Democrat. You may remember she won a very tight election. Uh, I guess uh, back in November she won a very contested election, I should say, uh, back in November, and she's has just uh, announced that uh, the National Guard, the Arizona. National Guard will be traveling to the border to protect the border, border security. That's a big topic now. And it's just fascinating to see this because this is what President Biden has actually done. You know, he said he was going to be the great unifier. Well, he really has not been. But one thing he has done is he has unified uh, Republicans and Democrats with respect to what's happening on the border. And now you have a Democrat governor saying, I'm sending troops, we got to protect the border, we got to take care of the border. Now, Arizona, in particular, has been really hard hit here over the last few weeks, because here in Texas, we had taken several moves to protect the border. So the word went out that uh, it was tough to get into Texas, but Arizona was a little easier. And that's exactly what happened. Many of the people were going to Arizona. So the governor has decided that uh, she's going to do something about it and troops are headed to the border. Exactly uh, what the program is or what their mission is, is not clear to me at the moment. Uh, I'm sure that they will uh, state uh, that and make that known to all of us. But troops will be going to the Arizona border uh, in what uh, we can certainly call the unification. This is amazing. And I'll repeat it. President Biden has done something I didn't think would happen. And that is that now you have Democrats and Republicans unified and what a mess the border has become. So congratulations to the governor of Arizona. Uh, Look, this has become a very tough issue for President Biden. The border is the one issue that I think he's way down on. He's down on the economy and other things, too. But he's like minus 33 on the last, uh, uh, you know, when they break it down by, by issues. He's down 33 when it comes to the border. That's a political disaster for the Democrats, and they know it, and you're beginning to see Democrats acting uh, to protect their border. Well, I have a post uh, over at the American Thinker, Saturday morning. I have a post over there about this White House video. What a crazy video, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, look, with all due respect to the First Lady, I don't like this video. This was her idea. I don't know whose idea it was, but they say that it normally the video that comes out at this time of the year for Christmas, it's usually the first lady is behind it. We remember how Mrs. Trump uh, put out some very nice videos. Mrs. Bush would put out some very nice videos. I don't quite remember Mrs. Obama, but I know Mrs. Bush and uh, Mrs. Reagan and the other Mrs. Bush would put out some nice, uh, some very nice videos. But this one is crazy. It shows a bunch of people dancing. They say the nutcracker. Okay, I like the nutcracker too. I just don't like this video. I'm more of a traditionalist, I guess, when it comes to Christmas. And so I don't like the video. It's not, as I say in my post, it's not an impeachable offense. And I, you know, the first lady has a right to do whatever video she wants to do. But I don't like this one. I don't like it uh, at all. I have a post uh, coming out uh, Sunday morning about Hispanics and the economy. Uh, A polling organization, a Democrat polling organization, went out and interviewed lots of people, something like 3,000 registered voters, Hispanics that is, and they came back with uh, some pretty amazing information that uh, the number one concern for Hispanics is inflation, the number two concern is the economy, and the number three concern is healthcare. Now, those three, of course, have something in common, and they have to do with your pocketbook. And look, this is not a surprise to me. The the fact is that the cost of living has hurt the middle class a great deal. Most Hispanics are in the middle class. Most of them are working people. They work at the factory or whatever. And uh, many of them have small businesses, and they've been impacted very harshly by the cost of gasoline. So overall, you're seeing Hispanics saying, we care most about inflation and the cost of living and the economy and what about in, what about immigration what about the border way down way down the list they uh, i mean they care about it but it's not uh, a major a major concern so i i just you know this is i think a great opportunity for the republican party and whoever the nominee is let's say it's going to be president trump more than likely This is a great opportunity for the Republican Party to talk about pocketbook issues. Let's get over 2020. Let's stop talking about stuff like that. Now, the Democrats, of course, are going to keep talking about Trump and, you know, January 6th and all of that. But that's not an issue that is getting people excited. And this poll confirms that. Nobody's talking about January the 6th. Nobody's talking about Trump's problems. But they are talking about the cost of living. And they are talking about that issue more than any other, any other issue. And the Republicans need to pick up on this and simply tell people, simply ask that famous question, that Ronald Reagan question, are you better off today than you were four years ago? That famous question that Ronald Reagan made so popular in the 1980 election. That's the question that we need to be asking. Are you better off today than you were before? And the answer is no. The answer is absolutely no. The fact is that uh, we were much better off under a different kind of leadership, namely Trump. And Trump was doing better for two reasons. Number one, because he understood the impact of of, uh, gasoline or or fuel on, on the American budget. I mean, the middle class suffers a great deal when the price of oil goes up and the price of gasoline goes up because they have to use gasoline to get to work. They're not buying electric cars. Maybe they will someday, but they're not buying them right now. They cannot afford them, for one thing. And also, electric cars, frankly, are not very practical for people, especially if you have your own business and you're driving around uh, all day long. But they're not buying electric cars. They're still pumping gasoline. So when the price of gasoline goes up because you have a a silly energy policy, that hurts uh, Hispanics. That also unleashes inflation, which is what we saw. And then the other thing, of course, is on the border. I mean, Trump, you know, Trump at least had a a policy on the border that made sense, a party policy that understood that the American people, the American nation had to have a safe and protected border. So this is what uh, the Republicans need to be talking about. They need to be asking that famous question, are you better off today than you were four years ago? Because if that's the question, if that's the topic, uh, the Republicans are going to win fairly easy if we're talking about twenty twenty and all that kind of stuff then that that's not uh what people want to hear well let's go back on this day in history to december nineteen forty four a couple of big things that happened uh in december nineteen forty four This was about six months after d day so the you know the 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 invasion of d day the troops were moving in they had succeeded in getting through into, into France. In fact, most of the troops were already in Paris. Uh, Paris had been had been liberated. But it was a very costly. D-Day and the months later were very costly for, uh, for the Allies. Lots and lots of casualties. It was tough to uh, succeed because the German army was obviously very good. And it was a tough uh, six months. And December turned out to be perhaps the cruelest uh, of all the six months. Because in December, you had two things that happened uh, almost uh, at this week back in 1944. First of all, Glenn Miller uh, disappeared over the Mediterranean. He was over the English Channel, I think, to be more specific. His plane disappeared. There's all kinds of theories as to what happened. One of the theories that I saw one time in a documentary uh, is that uh, that it happened because of friendly fire. In other words, he when he was flying... Over the channel, there was a British plane that was unloading some bombs, and apparently that's uh, one of the bombs that hit uh, Glenn Miller. Nobody knows for sure, but that is one of the, of the theories uh, going out there. But they never found the plane. Technically, Glenn Miller is still missing in action. But, of course, it was a big shock to lose Glenn Miller because of the impact that he had on the troops who would listen to his music and would listen to the radio to get some sense of relief from the day-to-day fighting of that uh, awful war the other thing that happened this week in 1944 is that uh, the battle of the bulge began and for the next two or three weeks there was some pretty rough fighting uh in uh, in the area called as the bulge there in 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 germany and the fighting was horrible uh, the americans eventually succeeded uh the germans were basically just throwing everything they had at uh, at the Americans, but the Americans succeeded, but it was very costly battle. The losses were huge, and it was just an awful way uh, to end uh, 1944, which of course was the last year of the war. I mean, everybody kind of knew that the Allies were going to win and that Germany was going to be defeated, but uh, those last few months, especially December of 1944, were absolutely terrible. Well, thank you for listening. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas. Have a great weekend. Merry Christmas. Do some shopping. It's coming fast. Santa Claus and Christmas are coming very fast. Thank you and have a good, one, good weekend. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas.